Welcome back to the Alchemist Nation podcast. This is Gualter and we're all your hosts. I'm hanging out with Dustin Miles. Dustin, we were just talking and apparently your claim to fame is actually being the nicest guy in real estate. There was no controversy you could give me. There, was, <laughs> there wasn't much to work with there. Uh, how did you come to be known as the nicest person in real estate? Uh, I, well, I, <laughs> it, 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 someone, someone had mentioned that once before and uh so anyways, I, I was voted nice guy in high school. So maybe there you go. So, so I started in high school. It's moved all the way uh, through That's to right. adulthood. Yeah. So Dustin, before we dive into this, how do you know uh, Mitch Jorsky? Uh, we actually met at a Rod Khalif uh, conference in like 2018, I think maybe. So, wow. Yeah. So Rod Khalif, obviously a big uh, syndication guy, does a lot of uh, trainings and I find that the networking at those events is actually better than uh, the training themselves. You find the same thing? Um, you know, I, uh, I haven't just in, in, I haven't sat through uh, the uh, entire thing. I've, I'm out there networking too. Um, I will say uh, one thing that I really enjoy um, about his uh, training is so he does a goal setting thing at the beginning and I sit through every one of those. I love those. So anyway. absolutely. Absolutely. So goal setting is important to you. What are your goals? Actually, hold on. Before we dive into that, I got to find out how you got into real estate in the first place. So Dustin, you're, uh, you met Mitch at a event. Which one was this? Was this in Florida or the one in uh, Georgia? This was, yeah, in Atlanta. Yep. Atlanta. I think in November. Yeah. Okay. So this is recently. Um, yeah. How did you get into real estate? Going back, further back. Okay. So uh, going back, back. <laughs> Um, so I was a little kid and I, uh, would ride my bike around town. I guess I was a weird kid. I would always, I'd look at these big buildings. And I would kind of wonder who owns these big buildings. Well, I played soccer with a kid that his parents owned these big buildings. They, they own a skyscraper in downtown Fort Worth, uh, Malik towers. And so I played soccer with this kid. And so that kind of, you know, meeting them and getting to know them and, and going to their house and all that and going to his birthday party, uh, just kind of really, you know, I think kind of set the foundation for, you know, why not me? And um, so anyways, yeah, started, uh, you know, so kind of the thought process started there, um, then got into right after college, started getting into uh, flips and rentals and all that stuff. Uh, had a few different, you know, coaches and mentors for that. Uh, but the eye, you know, always had the vision of, of going larger. And, uh, you know, again, it's the, well, you know, why not me? And so, um, you know, while I was doing single family, met people that were doing, I remember, actually, I met this one guy, super, super, super nice guy. Uh, he was the first person I'd met that owned more than a duplex or fourplex. He owned 22 units in Lawton, Oklahoma. And I was, I was blown away. I hadn't met anybody at the time. This is like 2008, 2009. And I hadn't met anybody that owned more than a duplex or fourplex. And so in my mind, I was like, wow, this guy's got his 22 or 24 units in Lawton, Oklahoma. And he lives in Dallas. Like, how's he doing that? And blah, blah, blah. And so um, he was nice enough. I tracked him down, tried not to look too stalkerish, but um, you know, tracked him down and, and we had lunch. And then uh, I uh, just started, um, you know, it's funny, I met him and then I went to some other events and I met someone owned 50 units and then 100 units and then 200 units. 
And then I ended up having lunch with a guy um, that owned, you know, 10,000 units. And so, um, you know, kind of after that, I was like, hey, you know, these are normal people. Like, they can do it. Why, why can't I? So, yeah. I like that, Dustin. You, you went through the same experience I think most of us start with, right? It's nobody. First, it's nobody owns anything. And then it's everybody I talk to owns like duplexes and fourplexes. And then suddenly it just opens up and it's like, wow, 22 units. Or uh, for me, it was a guy who owned 13 units or, yeah. you know, then it becomes 50 and a hundred. And uh, I don't know that I've met somebody with 10,000 yet. Oh, well, syndication guys, for sure I have. Yes. Yeah. So it, it's funny. Um, so I know two people that started with, they, yeah, they started with a duplex or a triplex and they have one guy, I don't know how many units he has exactly, but he's at least. I think four to 5,000 units. Yeah. And then another guy, the guy that was at 10 uh, is now up to 20, but uh, <laughs> he started with a, with a triplex yep. and it's just, you know, it's over, you know, um, he's not, not that old, but over a period of, you know, 20 years, he just keeps on building and building and building buildings. So, yeah. So it's, it's definitely a fascinating process getting into it. So you got the excitement. You had a friend whose parents owned uh, real estate. You had, then you started recognizing that people were possible, able to do it. You took them out to lunch, uh, realized they're just normal human beings like uh, you and me. Dustin, what was it that made you say, aside from, you know, let's see, you know, it's possible. What was it that made you say real estate is, is the right avenue? Because I'm sure there were other business owners around you. There were other things that you saw with making a lot of money. What was it about real estate that drew you in? Yeah. Um, you know, so, um, I, I ended up, uh, I invested passively in my first deal, a multifamily deal is 76 units. I was a, uh, or still am a key principal in that deal. It's, um, with a buddy of mine. And so, you know, once I kind of walked through that whole process with him, uh, went through the due diligence with him and, and all that good stuff. And he's super sharp, super nice guy. Um, but you know, really, um, you know, once I saw that he could do this and, you know, it's really, you know, one thing that I'm very attracted to with real estate is, you know, and I'm all about working smart and, and all that good stuff. You know, you can't, it can't just be a, a blunt object, but, um, I really like it when you can apply a lot of effort and see really, really big results or, um, so that's something that was really attractive for me, but going through that process, that first 76 units, that really, uh, that was like, Hey, I can do this. And Hey, I, I'm a, I'm going to go do this. So, um, at that point I went out and hired a, hired a coach and then, um, yeah, went, went on from there. So. I love it. So perfect segue into coaching gualtermerl.com forward slash live kidding, not kidding. Uh, so Dustin, you. <laughs> You went and uh, you like the leverage of it. It sounds like you like that you could build something. It was an asset that would continue yeah. and move forward. Um, and what one of the nice, nice things about real estate is it's scalable. Like, yes, there's a lot of businesses that you can build the asset and moves forward. And yes, they're scalable, but real estate has this almost simplicity to it. It just, you keep doing the same thing over and over. Uh, I think that's probably what attracted you. What did you do before real estate? Um, I, uh, so I went to school for engineering and I uh, went to UT Austin, you know, hook them horns. And uh, it's been, been a rough, rough times football wise for a while, but, but uh, we won't talk about that. So um, yeah, but uh, did, did that. Um, and, and I, um, 
Uh, so in 2018, I went from full-time to part-time uh, in, you know, uh, as far as engineering. And then I, I still work there two days a week. So. Wow. So yeah. you still kept your job. You just went kind of part-time with it. You've yep. been investing in real estate, doing syndications, larger deals, and yep. you went to school for engineering. How much does your engineering degree actually come into play in what you're doing now? And why do you keep the job? I know a lot of people think they're going to get in real estate and get out of their job, which I strongly encourage not doing. I strongly encourage, you know, use the W-2, use the job. So I want to know what, uh, what your strategy was. Uh, yeah. So um, as far as, you know, how it helped me, um, I would say that, you know, uh, obviously I did a lot of math and a lot of problem solving and analyzing. And so those same skills can are you know, very relative to, uh, to multifamily. So, you know, or, or, you know, single family too, really, it's all about, you know, problem solving and, and figuring out, you know, the best way to, to, to handle something. Um, I would say that, you know, engineering probably did not uh, prepare me all that well for uh, talking to investors per se, or doing presentations, because I, I didn't do a ton of that in school. So, um, but, uh, yeah, uh, and then in terms of my job and all that, uh, so I've, I've, uh, done 10 deals to date and, um, uh, sold six of those sold, uh, quite a few of those last year. And so, uh, just to be frank, like our, you know, it was nice cause I got some, you know, some windfalls, uh, last year, but then my cash flow went away. And or a lot of it went away. Um, so, anyways, and then you know, so I, I'd been reinvesting, and then you know, and then uh, COVID kind of hit. So uh, I've just kind of been you know hanging on, but uh, you know, hanging on to that job. But um, but yeah, in terms of uh, you know, kind of my plans moving forward, you know, it's uh, I plan on you know uh, leaving there in in the short term. Um, but, uh, it's not one thing that I I've seen from a few others, um, and, you know, and everybody's got to do what's, what's right for them. And, and frankly, I've probably held on to the job too long. Uh, it's probably held me back if I'm just being honest, but, um, but one thing I've really been, uh, cause I've seen some other people do this in the past is they left their job too quickly. And then what I don't like is it forces them to um to go buy deals and when you're forced into a corner and you know you're you're problem solving and you know and then then you're really having to you know look at so my my whole perspective is because i have you know not only do i have investors in the deals i frankly i have lots of friends and family in my deals too and so um, I'm not going to buy a deal unless I'm, you know, it's an investment. So there is risk, blah, 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 blah. But like, I want to feel really, really good, um, you know, about the deal we're getting into. And um, I don't want to be forced to, you know, I have to buy. And um, so anyways, that, that's kind of been my, my philosophy. And, um, you know, and, and, you know, I, I don't, it's not, my job isn't something I, you know, can't stand or whatever per se. Um, it's, it's a really good job. It's just not for me. I've, I've, I'm very entrepreneurial. I've, you know, I had my first business when I was eight years old. I had a candy business. My uh, bus driver called me the candy man and um, they, uh, <laughs> the school threatened to kick me out if I didn't stop selling candy. So I stopped selling candy, but, uh, but anyway, so that's just kind of in my blood and 
Um, and then, you know, real estate's a, a good path for uh, entrepreneurial people. So. So I love it, Dustin. There's a lot of stuff I could grab on that conversation just now. So <laughs> you're the candy man. I, I love it. So yeah. real estate for you, uh, it is a source of income. It's not your only source of income. And holding on to your job has kind of been a way to make sure that real estate got really stable for you. Uh, and I know what you what you did there. You, you bought 10 you know, properties, but then you sold, uh, I think you said six. So you're down to four. Yeah. And so that feeling of being down to four is so frustrating, isn't it? It's like, oh man, like I'm so used to this yeah. Yeah. and the cash flow goes away. Uh, so little story, I did this about two years ago. I had, I was up to 42 units, all personally owned and then sold them down to uh, 14 units. And me and my business partner looked at each other one day and were like, this doesn't feel right. Like, so we, right. we literally exploded just in the last 12 months and we're up to 60, uh, 62 units and uh, he and I are now at the point again, where we're like, you know what, let's sell some of this. <laughs> so we're doing it again. <laughs> we're selling down to maybe 30, 40 units. Um, but the windfall, like you said, the windfall makes it worth it. Even though we're paying a lot of taxes, that windfall at a time like this, I'm sure you're very happy with what you were able to save and put aside because it gives you the ability to buy more. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, you know, I, for me, I mean, I've most of my money's in multifamily, but you know, I invest in other uh, things too, uh, you know, some, not a little bit of oil and gas, uh, I'm in ATMs and, and notes and, uh, some other things. So, yeah. I love it. So I, one of the, one of the most valuable things that you can learn from somebody is one, how they made their money, why they made their money. And then two, what they're investing in on the side to kind of diversify and, and expand out a little bit. So it's cool that you're you're diversified a little bit in oil. You've got a little bit of uh, other equities, I'm sure, and uh, maybe some other businesses. How do you feel about gold? Where where do you stand on gold right now? Um, the the only thing you know, I don't know. I don't follow gold. I know you know. I like cash flow. That's that's really my only the biggest thing about it. You know, so the stuff I'm in, like the eight. You know, I don't give numbers and all about all that, but you know. Multifamily spits off cash flow. The ATM spit off cash flow. Um, you know, mobile home parks. I've invested in websites. I buy websites that produce cash flow. Um, so I like cash flow. And you know, I'm I'm looking at some other things where I did put money in where there's a big pop and things like that. But for the most part, I invest for cash flow. Yeah, I've done the same. You know, it makes sense. Here and there, we see an opportunity. I bought Tesla when it was at 800 and sold it when it got up to 25. And my friend's like, oh, you should hold on to it. I really don't care. You know, I, I made my money. I pay capital gains. It's fine. Yeah. Same with a couple other stocks. Uh, we're in it for cash flow. You know, if the money yeah. will get a good return, I could see it being fast. Sure. Short term is fine. Yeah. So Dustin, so far, I like you. I get why Mitch uh, suggested bringing you on here. You've got a great story. You've done a lot. Uh, you're in Texas. You're doing this in a market that I genuinely believe in is going to continue growing. Uh, what would you say is your plan for the next five years? Where do you see yourself going? Uh, we're, uh, you know, so we're, I, we're going to be scaling up on the multifamily side. Uh, we have a really good team. Uh, I have a, a business partner um, and uh, we have some, you know, some other partners. It's a, you know, it's a true team sport. I grew up playing soccer. And so this feels real familiar, you know, to me. Um, so I like this a lot. And, uh, and plus I'm not a lone wolf type of guy. I'm, I like to be around people. So um, yeah, but 
you know, scaling up multifamily, uh, scaling up, you know, we're, we put out a lot of webinars and, and all that good stuff, really trying to, you know, focus on educating passive investors. Uh, so a lot of focus on that. Um, and then, you know, really like to try and branch out, uh, done some uh, give back, but want to do more, you know, more of that. Uh, we did a charity event last year. Um, I ended up being on, uh, uh, they asked me to be on the board of the, the charity um, earlier this year. But um, so we'd like to do more stuff with that. We'd love to um, you know, uh, just, you know, love working with different groups of people, different people that have followings and all that, just doing different things. So, um, yeah, so I, I think, you know, so kind of the takeaway is, um, you know, building up, uh, the multifamily business, building up that, that platform, uh, and then building up the education business as well. So, um, yeah, those are kind of the, the two, two big things to excited about. So. I like it. And we're, we're on a very similar path. I've been pushing Mitch to be more educational, more uh, information based. So what is the easiest way if somebody wants to say, you know, they listen to this podcast and say, man, Dustin's a smart guy. Uh, this is the kind of person I could see myself learning from or getting mentored by. What is the easiest way someone could find you or uh, sign up for one of your programs? Um, yeah, uh, I guess just go to Momentum Multifamily dot com. Uh, my email is Dustin at Momentum Multifamily dot com. Um, I'm all over Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn too. Just uh, Dustin Miles and, and uh, I, um, you know, uh, I, I guess I would just kind of leave off with, you know, um, you know, anything you want to do in life. Just it's not uh, it, it, it's not that you know, success leaves clues, big, you know, I, I don't know if Tony Robbins originally said that, but he kind of quoted was saying that. And so I, you know, kind of the two things I try to do myself is if I'm wanting to do something, I go try and be around, you know, the people doing it, right? It's the gym room that you're the average of the five people you hang around. And then the other thing that, that, you know, I'd really impress upon is anything you're wanting to do in life, go, you know, either go partner up with someone or go hire a coach. And so, um, like I just, I was uh, telling you right before that, you know, I'm trying to run a mile under five minutes um, and I'm trying to run 400 meters in under 60 seconds. And so I hired a track coach. I hired a coach that he teach. It's kind of funny. So he's, he's coaching these high school kids and then I'm 42 and then he's coaching me. So um, but he's done that. He's run a sub four minute mile. His, you know, his face is on the track stadium at TCU. You know, he's been there, done that. And he's do, he's teaching people how to do that stuff. And I didn't know how to swim that well when I was around 30 and I hired a swim coach. So it's not, it's not rocket science. If you want to do something, just go out there and either find someone that's willing to teach you how to do it or partner up with them and then kind of learn along the way. So. I love it, man. I was broken 2000. Uh, was, I was 28 years old and I hired coaches to not be broke anymore. So <laughs> it go. works, you know, whatever, whatever you got to do. Uh, I love that you're, you believe in education, you're hiring the coaches, you're using them yourself. Uh, so that's valuable. And uh, when people do reach out to you, everybody wants to know what, you know, why should I listen to this person at your peak at your maximum amount of units? How many units did you have under control? Uh, we were uh, about, 
about 1700. Um, I'm passive in some others, but you know, around there. Um, and then, um, yeah, we're looking to looking to add a lot more. So, uh, currently have about, uh, 550 units and, um, yeah, so yeah, looking to add more and, um, you know, some things I was talking about giving back, you know, some things that we did over, uh, during, even during COVID and all that is, you know, we bought pizza. It's not, you know, we bought pizzas for every, you know, every, uh, home, every unit. And, uh, it's not, not that much. You no, know. it's a big bill though for, for 500, we know the numbers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I mean, the, our, my whole thing is I'm like, you know, for hundred units, your, your expenses are 40 in Texas are about 45,000 to 50,000, uh, per month. And so, I'm like, you know, um, our water bill goes up and down more than what we're going to spend on pizzas. And so, I mean, I don't know. And it just, you know, we get thank you cards and people are really thankful. And it's, you know, and, and honestly, in the C space, um, no one's doing stuff like this. Uh, or at least I don't see this a whole lot. You do, you'll see taco trucks and, and stuff like that in the A space at some of the nicer complexes, but C stuff, you don't see a whole lot. So, um, just trying to, you know, trying to give back. And we did, um, we did snow cone. It's in, I'm in Texas, it's hot in the summer. And so we did, you know, we hired some snow cone trucks. And so, you know, not only are we helping residents, but then we're helping local businesses too. And so it's, you know, it's win-win and, and people, and for us, it's tent retention, right? That's a win for us too. And, and, and then, you know, on top of that it makes us feel good. Absolutely. There's some element of, uh, I tell my tenants, look, I, I need to be able to sleep at night. And some of these things that we do uh, allow that. So we just did a, a very similar program where we gave them $20 if they paid before the first, right? Like, oh, hey, cool. it's incentive to pay before the first and it's free money. You know, come and get the free money. We're, we're okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. I love it, man. Dustin, uh, what a phenomenal guy. So I know you got a ton of information. You, I know you also have a lot of other things you got to jump off and go do. But before we do that, if we can go back and give me three pieces of advice, if you go back 22 years to 20 year old Dustin, you know, he's fresh, he's fresh out of high school, just starting to get his life together. What would you go back and give yourself those three pieces of advice that would possibly change your life and give you everything you have now a little bit faster? Um, I would say, um, you know, I think I was, when I first got into real estate, I was thinking too small. Um, and so it's, it's kind of crazy to, I, I was like, Oh, you know, if I could buy some houses and, you know, maybe a bigger building, cool. But I mean, we're, some of the stuff we're looking at now, I'm like, you know, it's like, Whoa. <laughs> uh, but in terms of, you know, um, so if I talk to my younger self, you know, buy real estate, um, you know, partner or hire a coach is quickly as possible. And, um, you know, I would say, um, you know, uh, self, you know, self care and working out, um, are, you know, huge. Um, that's what kind of keeps you, you know, keeps you, you know, top your game. Um, so those are the probably the three pieces of advice. And, and if I were to add a fourth, I'd just say, you know, you're the average five people you hang around. So if you're looking around and everybody's, you know, drinking and partying and all that. And if that's what you want, cool. You know, no, no judgment, but you know, uh, if you want more than that, then, you know, you need to be around some different people. So. I, I love it. It's powerful advice. Uh, Dustin, thank you so much for your time in uh, those, those tips are, 
Uh, make sure you buy real estate, get a coach, stay healthy, and you're the average of your five closest friends. So you threw a fourth bonus, uh, an additional bonus. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate yeah. you. If you can, just shoot me a text with the information for uh, getting in touch with you. I'll make sure it's on the YouTube channel. For you at home, make sure you learn more about Justin Miles. Go check us out on Alchemist Nation podcast. Go to YouTube, click like, subscribe, do all the good stuff that you know you're supposed to do. Cheers to your success. We have a choice. I always work with the best.